0: Would you have the courage of your convictions to make a career and life pivot and move thousands of miles away from home if you thought that it would provide you with a greater sense of fulfillment? Well, after 12 successful years in the fitness and wellness industry running Two successful gyms. That's exactly what Harry Thomas decided to do. After living his entire life in London, he picked up and moved all the way to Brazil to begin an impactful and life-changing journey as a transformable life coach. A decision, he says, changed the trajectory of his personal and professional life he drove me this week all the way from brazil to discuss his successful life pivot and how he has embraced the meaning of change i'm kevin mcshan let's have this conversation If you're ready, i welcome you to the program. And I'm excited to learn all about your fitness, business, and life journey. Great to see you this morning. And thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me, mate.
0: So Harry, I know that uh, you have a a lot of life experiences, both in business and your personal life. So I'm wondering if we can kick off our conversation by you giving me an overview of sort of the stories you wanted to share with the audience, your expertise, and a little bit about your life journey as well.
1: Yeah, sure. So my name is Harry Thomas, originally from London, uh, currently living out in Brazil. My journey started about 16 years ago uh, within the fitness industry. I've become a personal trainer. And yeah, my whole life journey kind of took place from that decision of training people and helping people. Uh, over the years, I started off in a local gym, built up a tiny bit of experience, and then got thrown straight into the deep end where I met my business partner, set up uh, my company in 2009 and we ran two successful personal training studios and a fitness education academy uh, over a 12 year period. Um, Within that, I went from a personal trainer, just knowing fitness to becoming a business owner and pretty much learning everything about life, business, people, finances, marketing. I was quite fortunate fortunate enough to be involved with every single role within my company And over that time, you just start learning more and more about yourself. Within there, I also had some mental health issues. I uh, got myself involved with two other companies that I set up, which at the time thought was a great idea, Um, but I was met with fraud and also theft and got myself into a bit of a bad place. I, I kind of let everything get on top of me. I partied quite a lot of the weekends. As a distraction, I, looking back, I'd, I'd say it was just to get away from all the stresses. And, and it did catch up with me in the end where I had uh, a panic attack, a breakdown in front of all my friends. And that was kind of the start of my, my spiritual journey. And over the last three and a half years, I've been on a, a real self-development, self-discovery, uh, constantly learning about life and applying it to my life. And then within there, I found myself a life coach to really kind of help get me out of the hole that I was in. And that then uh, inspired me to become a life coach myself and take my personal training and teaching skills to I think more of a a deeper and holistic level to now being a a full-time life coach and, and coaching people all around the world.
0: Very well. And I know that uh, I, you know, I always tell people if, if you find a passion in life and make it a career, you can really make a transformative change. And I know for you being a life coach seems to be uh, what you describe as your life calling. So I'm wondering uh, your thoughts on making the transition and sort of the pivot from personal training to being a life coach and the impact it's had on your life.
1: Yeah, great question. Um, So personal training, I think we define it as fitness, tiny bit of nutrition, and then lifestyle. But over the years, working with clients, we always found that there was was a lot more to their lives that were influenced by doing the fitness, their sleep, their mindset, their social lives, their finances. And our approach at my company was to start having influence and change on every aspect of their life. So we looked at health from a more holistic approach. But the real kind of joy that i got was working with people and and seeing real changes within their mindset which then rippled effect across every other aspect and i was getting so lit up from my conversations like just a phone conversation with my clients and then the the transitional point for me really was the covid when covid hit it really impacted my gym business the gyms had to go uh, into lockdown, so we couldn't operate in a physical space. Everything then changed, went online. And I just didn't really have the passion and drive to keep that going. And there was a lot of stress that come with it. There was a lot of people involved that you had to keep motivating. You had to look after your staff. You had to keep being in, in contact with your clients. And with that was quite overwhelming. And at the same time, I was then coaching my clients just from a 90-minute call. And the joy and energy that I got after each call, I just made the decision in the end that this is what I wanted to do. And it was time for me to, to walk away from my baby, really.
0: me, I know uh, that you have plenty of experience in the fitness industry. As you mentioned, you uh, spent 12 years in it. Uh, before making the pivot to uh, your uh, personal life coaching now. But tell me, how do you think that industry, the fitness industry, has evolved for the better? And uh, what do you think the industry can still improve?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It's definitely evolved a lot now with
1: the amount of information that we are exposed to. It's so easy now just to go online and, and find some of the top teachers, trainers, and, and we can learn from there. So in terms of the industry, there's there's a lot more understanding of how the body works and, and also how you can apply that to everyday life. I think there's there's a, a big a chunk missing still within the fitness space. I think the education is really lacking in terms of how we deliver it to new aspiring personal trainers. And when we got into the education space, we started realizing that a lot of the the people teaching were actually failed personal trainers. So they were kind of teaching new people how to be bad trainers, which then kind of led into this spiral. And we're seeing it uh, time and time again. I think uh, making money has become a, a big part of the industry. So it was, it's a lot easier now to get your fitness qualification. Um, Whereas before it'd be months and months on end of training and, and really getting experience first before going into the gym. Whereas now you can do an online course in a few weeks and all, you know, all of a sudden you've got a certification. And, and also just our approach to fitness. It's very one dimensional. It's very, right, this is the weight you lift, this is the food you eat, but they don't actually look at every other aspect of life. So I think in terms of improvement for the fitness industry, is to really work on human behavior skills with personal trainers and really help personal trainers understand what they want out of life and, and, how, and show them how to achieve that themselves self first, which then can transfer then into their clients. And I just think it's very one-dimensional at the moment. And we're so far behind in terms of what we're actually teaching our, our clients. And a lot of the stuff is a bit too confusing. We try to understand how the body works and we're so far away from understanding that from a science level. So from personal trainers, we say all these big words, fancy words, and for the average client, they don't understand it. So they don't then see the benefit of how they can start using that themselves. So I think there's a, there's a real emphasis that needs to be focused on the actual trainers and the way that we deliver education to the fitness space which will then have better results with clients. You'll have more people taking ownership of their health and and understanding why they're doing certain things.
0: Yeah, and and I know a lot of your work as a a personal life coach uh, transitions into looking into human behavior because I know you do a lot of work with uh, terminally ill people so I'm wondering uh, your thoughts on connecting on a human level as a life coach because I know you have some power powerful thoughts there as well Mm -hmm.
1: so I think the first thing is understanding that every single one of us are a miracle every single one of us has a reason to be here But every single one of us has the choice and the power to make the changes themselves. We go through life seeking some help from the external worlds. We're waiting for things to come to us to make our lives better. When if we really knew how to look after our own bodies and and also instruct our bodies and our mindset, we can make whatever we want come true. So one of the, the powerful things that I've stumbled across is just the words that we use. And we make life so complicated. And my spiritual journey is just trying to simplify things and just make things a lot easier for people to understand. So if we paid more attention to the words that we used, we, we would get ourselves out of all of this suffering. We, we labor ourselves with all these different identities. And just to give you an example, I, you wake up in the morning, I say, how are you? I am tired. I am hungover. I am stressed. Whatever follows I am, that becomes your truth until you say something else. Within the fitness space, I say, oh, what do you want? And I want to lose weight, and I want to do this, and I want to. The want means it's not there now. If you then make the commitment and change want to will, I will do this. I don't know how to get there yet, but I'm going to start from today. And it's that commitment to yourself. So we use all these words to say, I might do, I'll try, I'll hopefully, I'll maybe. Or on the other side, I can't, I don't, I won't. But all you're doing is just delaying what you could be doing right now. And that's making that change. So it's to get people more aware of the words they use. And when I work with people that are suffering, they they use a lot of negative words. And they, they put all this suffering on their self because there's a lack of belief and a lack of understanding of what it is that they do want out of life. So I help people, first of all, just become aware of the words they use which again will then transpire into every other aspect of their life because you make a commitment, you feel empowered when you actually then do that and see the changes.
0: Yeah, and Harry, I'm curious to ask you about how your international living has affected your life and the impact it's had on your life because I know that you're originally from London but you now live in Brazil so tell me about how your travel and your international travel has affected uh, the way you live your life today.
1: Yeah so um, I've been in London all my life and I've traveled quite a lot around the world but only maximum was three weeks in, in one go. And over the Christmas period, I come out here for a month for, uh, for Christmas, and the only reason I come back was to put one of my gyms into liquidation. So I, I returned to London for something that I wasn't passionate about anymore, and it just gave me a massive insight to say, look, I can work from anywhere around the world now. What what is stopping me from moving out uh, to a country that I love? And and Brazil's always been the top of my list, so. Just being out here now, I, I have freedom. I, I wake up in the morning. I don't have my phone just going off constantly because I'm, I'm behind on the hours. Um, but I, I get to do conversations like this. I then go for a walk on the beach. I then can buy healthy food. I can enjoy the weather. And, and that transition has been a, a big impact on just my general happiness because I get to do things that I want to now whilst doing work that I love doing.
0: Yeah, and uh, Harry, I'm also curious to ask you about any advice you have for pe- people wanting to make a career in life pivot, because I know uh, you spent so much time in the fitness industry, and now you're doing something that you're equally as passionate about. So tell me about that pivot again, and tell me about a- any advice that you may have for anyone in a similar uh, circumstance.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I guess the first thing is to become a bit more clear on what it is that you want out of life. And that's very difficult. A lot of people are doing things that they're, they're not passionate about. So I think the first thing is just to, to set an intention to look out for what you are passionate about and the things that you love doing first. And then to know that wherever you are in life at the moment, that doesn't have to be set in stone. Like We can make a change straight away. Is finding that first of all so I think that for me I, I obviously I've been working with and helping people all my life but the coaching was like this aha moment I love this everything I do I love so I think that helps and also going into the unknown like there's a lot of things that we wish we could do we just don't know what it'd be like or how to get there so to almost if you've got that little like inkling inside that there is something out there for you is to to make that leap of faith, to take a jump and just go and experience a new way of living. Because within that, you'll then get a lot of insights to actually make a, a more clearer um, step forward in terms of what it is that you want. So I think it's first of all, it's just trying to search and be open to finding something that lights you up.
0: Yeah, uh, very good advice there, Harry. And I'm also wondering your thoughts on how do you define effective personal growth and development?
1: Uh, coming back to the individual, the first one is actually being willing to make a change, willing to learn, willing to invest in yourself. Uh, a lot of people just go through life and, and just expect things to come to them. We leave school, we don't do any other learning. Um, when I started my journey, I was just uh, started reading books and the power that I had from picking up information from other people and then applied it to my life. So I've just continued to, on a learning journey and get excited about learning Um, but it's taking ownership of that first of all is to to make the commitment if you want your life to change for the better it means you need to change and that starts with learning more about yourself and what's been happening in your life so where you are now and then to really think about what it is that you want and within that you're going to pick up loads of different skills and and have a toolbox from other people that have gone and done these things. So it's to, yeah, willingness to change, then be open to learn from others and then take action.
0: Yeah, and I know that you've created a sort of a unique healing experience. You've called the Think Future uh, Feel Now, which has, <laughs> Uh, seen uh, some incredible results for you globally. So I'm wondering if you can tell me about uh, the experience.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's my own creation. It's been going for about 10 months now. and It's just getting more and more authentic and stronger each time. Uh, effectively, I take people on a journey. I, clear, I help them clear all the distraction and all the noise, all the thoughts and chaos going on. And once that's clear, people tap into their gut feeling, their intuition. on a spiritual level, i call that your soul. And I use a combination of my words and music with spiritual teachings. And in the space of, say, from five minutes to 15 minutes, people come up with answers to questions that they've had. They have decisions to life choices that need to be made. They can go to a a place of this relaxing and, and get out of the stress that they are constantly met throughout life. Uh, I have people uh, understanding what they need to do next in terms of their step. So the beauty of it is that people have their own unique experience. All I do is create a platform for you to get out of your head and tap into your feelings. And yeah, it's been magical so far. I've, I've hit 27 countries. I still haven't had anyone in Canada. So that would be uh, maybe uh, be to make it 28. And... Uh, What I love about it it can be adapted to any single person, no matter what your goals are, where you are in life. I can create an experience for yourself to just turn up and you'll take something away from it, which is personal to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully uh, this podcast will help you reach some Canadians for sure and I know uh, Harry, Harry doing some uh, background research on you that you're a, a sports enthusiast so as an old sports reporter I couldn't I'll let you get out of here by asking you about what, where did your love of sports come from and uh, tell me about about what's keeping you interested from a sports perspective these days
1: yeah so um I've always been a sporty kid at school. Every day at at school, I was doing some sort of sporting activities from football, table tennis, gymnastics. I was doing everything. And I knew that I wanted, when I left school, I knew I wanted to be involved with sports somehow. Um, So that's how I then ended up getting that personal trainer qualification. I've been a massive football fan all my life, but it's been interesting over the last two years. I've uh, slowly disconnected from the sport itself. I think it's, there's a lot of kind of conflict and stuff that comes with it, but I've also now found a love for anything that's kind of mentally challenging. So I've done a a number of ultra endurance races and at 12 hour races and anything that allows me just to to really focus on battling against myself and and being on my own as well. So I I love being on the bike. I love hiking. Uh, I love the water. Uh, So, Another reason why I love being out in Brazil, you walk down the road and literally every single spot has someone doing some sort of activity. And I just think it's, I think it gets us into flow. Again, I think from a mental health perspective, it gets us out of our heads. Uh, but also it, you, you love it and it makes you feel healthier and happier. So, yeah, I encourage everyone to do some sort of activity, even if, it, if that is just going for a walk just makes you uh, be a, a flow state and, and it makes your body a lot more optimal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Harry, my final question for you is, when you look at your personal and professional legacy, how do you, think that, uh, you want that to be defined? And if people wanna uh, get connected with your body, what's the best way they can do that?
1: Yeah, so I, I'd love to leave a legacy. Um, every person I meet, I wanna try to have some sort of positive impact on their life If that's me sharing information, if that's sharing my story, uh, the eventual uh, goal is to sell out the Royal Albert Hall and deliver one of my Think Future Fuel Now experiences and and get a whole group of people just connected together from an energy standpoint. I I really think that's gonna cause a big shift in getting people out of this horrible place that we seem to be in at the moment and and bringing a lot more joy to our lives. And that is the eventual plan. It's just to get around the world, be on stage and and just connect with uh, like-minded souls. And to reach me, uh, Instagram would be a platform I use quite regularly. So uh, harrythomascoaching.com is my my website. And I also have uh, Lads Talk Health, which is another platform uh, which I do with a business partner where we talk everything uh, to do with health from every single uh, subject you can possibly uh, come across. So yeah, lots of exciting things happen at the moment. And my aim is to connect with people like yourselves all around the world and, and, and just be able to spread more
0: positivity
1: and, and help as many people as possible.
0: Well, Harry, I have to tell you, I enjoyed our time together and I... I want to thank you for the privilege of your time and for sharing a little bit about your life and fitness journey. Thanks for being here. It's most appreciated.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me as well, Kevin. It's been an uh, enjoyable chat.